somebody is lying when it comes to the Russia-Ukraine war. Um, no one seems to be telling the truth at all, including our side. Let's take a look at what happens when two victim groups collide. And no, Abraham Lincoln is not gay. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, and here we go. I know I released, I, I last night I released my video way too late, my podcast way too late last night. Uh, simply just forgot to click one button. I went back to my computer and boom, there it was. I, I was like, oh no. So I, it got released last night about 8 o'clock. So sorry about that. Well, you got two to listen to today if you feel like it. Or you can skip yesterday's and just listen to today's. Um, also, there is a new video uploaded. It'll be available at about 1 o'clock today. Uh, we're talking, it's Pride Month, and all the festivities, as perverted as they are, have begun. But right now, first, first things first, let's get to the news. Okay, so we got a lot of news going on. So, uh, apparently, a in the Ukraine, southern Ukraine, in an area called Kherson, uh, which is Russian-occupied, a major dam, a huge dam, was blown up, uh, and floodwaters have destroyed the entire section of the region. Now, what's scary about this, outside the fact that people are being displaced, there's also a nuclear power plant there. Now, the good news is the nuclear power plant seems to be okay. They're, they're, they are worried a little bit about it melting down. But the power plant itself actually has another, a, an alternate cooling mechanism, and that seems to be working okay. So, basically, Russia is saying that it's all okay. Now, the question is, of course, who blew the thing up? And, and we're not getting any answers. You, you can figure we're not getting an, any answers. Uh, Russia says they own the, the territory, that they own the nuclear power plant, and it makes, like, zero sense that anyone would think they would blow up their own area. They would blow up their own dam. The Ukrainians, of course, are blaming Russia and because they say that Ukraine was going to run an offensive in that area, but now that there's floodwaters all over the area, they can't do the offensive. So Ukraine, Russia blew up their own dam is essentially what they're saying. This is the same thing with the Keystone, with the pipeline that they had out there that blew up. That We still don't know who blew up that pipeline. Um, the truth, probably a little bit right in the middle. It's probably a Ukrainian, uh, a Ukrainian group that actually blew that up. They are uh, anti-Russian Ukrainian groups might have blown it up or whatever. No one knows. The United States was asked, who do you think did it? I don't know. Yeah, because the United States doesn't know what the hell is going on over there. So chances are, you know, with all the lying that's happening in this war, which is part of the reason why I just don't want us to keep spending money in that crap, let them all fight it out. Uh they, there's so much lying over there. Who the hell knows what's going on? And we shouldn't be supporting a country that, to be honest with you, is a corrupt country in the first place. 
So, you know Zelensky's a, tr- a billionaire by now. And it's it, it it really serves no purpose for us. We're not getting anything out of Ukraine. Now, I understand the we're, we're demilitarizing Russia, which is good, but it isn't $150 billion worth of equipment and money that worthwhile to do this. So, okay, well, the war continues. The good news is a lot of the a lot of the people that are running for president are saying, yeah, we got to stop this, including Democrats. So the only person that seems to be for blowing up uh, Russia and supporting this war 100% like we are now is Joe Biden. Even even hawks like Nikki Haley and, and them, they're basically saying, yeah, maybe we should just kind of back up a little bit. So, I mean, you've got people like Graham, um, Lindsey Graham, who will always be a war hawk, and he's always going to want to just dump trillions of dollars into Ukraine because he's he's an asshole, and to be honest with you, he should be kicked out of office. But for the most part, people are getting kind of sick of it. So um, former President, uh, Vice President Mike Pence has declared yesterday that he is going to be running for president. And here we go. Who cares? He has no chance, none. He's not not even going to get close. He is going after President Trump, which is not a really a bad idea, but it's not going to help him much. It'll help DeSantis a lot. Uh, so, okay, good for you, I guess. I, I don't know why he's doing it. You got Doug Burnham, Burgum, a Republican governor from North Dakota, running for president. He just announced today. Now, you might be saying to yourself, who the hell is that? I, I don't know. I just announced today, right now, as I'm talking, he just announced. And um, yeah, who cares? Okay. In other news, uh, CNN's CEO, Chris Licht, is out after 18 months. Uh, there's a shocker. He replaced Jeff Zucker last year because CNN is doing so badly. Well, guess what? CNN is still doing badly. Now, Chris Licht, I got to say, he did really attempt to make changes at CNN. And by the way, CNN's ratings are absolutely horrid. To give you an example of how bad CNN's ratings are, um, Tucker Carlson released a 10-minute clip, monologue, it's his first monologue that he's released since he was fired from Fox. And that monologue by itself got more views than all of the the all of CNN for the entire day. That 10-minute clip got more views than all of CNN. That's how bad it is at CNN right now. Well, there are two things with CNN. First off, you're going to have to make CNN not a member of the Democratic Party. That's really the big problem with CNN. Fox News, which is, by the way, not a conservative station. Fox News is a very moderate station. They they have a lot of leftist BS on that show, on those in that station. And I don't watch Fox News a lot anymore since they got rid of Tucker. Tucker was really the reason I watched Fox News. But the kicker with... Uh, CNN is, it, they are a propaganda wing of the Democratic Party. Everyone sees it. But unlike MSNBC that has better ratings, they they keep announcing how, how unbiased they are. 
Now, they tried to get rid of some people. They tried to get rid of Don Lemon. They got rid of um, Brian Stelter. That was a good move. They needed to wipe that entire station clear. They, that station is just unwatchable. And that's another thing. Um, I truly, honestly believe cable news is going the way of the dodo. I, I don't think... I Even Fox. I don't watch much Fox. Used to, but I don't anymore. So I think cable news is going down. And news sources like the Daily Wire, the Post Millennial, um, the uh, Substack, uh, the Blaze, these are the future of news. Because people are going to realize, well, all news is biased, so I'll watch what I want to watch. So we'll have to see what's going on. I mean, it's the same reason, same problem that the New York Times and the Washington Post are having. Their viewership is going way down because people are just tired of the tired of the bias. At least admit you're biased. MSNBC does, and they're doing better than CNN. Okay, in other news. All right, so uh, apparently Joe Biden's not finished with stealing all our crap. So they've decided they're going to, the Biden administration and the EPA and the Department of Energy have decided to go after uh, heaters, gas-powered heaters. Uh, gas furnaces is essentially what they're trying to go after because of the climate or whatever. So I guess in New York, when it's averaging 20 degrees, you're supposed to do what to keep warm? I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. But let's see. Let's take a look at this. The, the Biden administration wants to get rid of cars. They want to get rid of planes. They want to get rid of gas stoves. They want to get rid of air conditioners. They want to get rid of refrigerators. They also want to get rid of plastic straws, and they want to get rid of cows. Exactly what part of Joe Biden's for freedom are we seeing here? I, I'm sorry. Someone's going to have to explain this to me. And by the way, this is the same administration that said, oh, no, we're not going over. We're not going after gas stoves. And guess what? Um, now they're all going after gas stoves. So I don't want to hear from the Biden administration. Oh, no, no, we're not going after gas furnaces. Yeah, they are. Uh, finally, California, you got to love them. Um, they've decided that they're going to allow Miss San Francisco. Be uh, she's a beauty contestant winner in San Francisco. A, ga a guy named Monroe Lace run for Miss California in their beauty pageant. And eventually when he wins... Miss, I hope he wins. I really do. Uh, and if you can't, if you don't know where I'm going here, it's a man. All right. It's a trans woman, which is a man. The guy won Miss San Francisco. What a shocker in San Francisco. Now he's running for Miss California. And I bet you a dollar he's going to win. I have very little doubt he's going to win. And then he's going to go to Miss Universe, which or Miss United States, which I think is going to be interesting because I think Miss USA has already said, Miss America, excuse me, has already said we can't have men. So that'll be fun. I hope he wins. I hope he wins. And I hope he wins by a landslide. I think in California, I think he's got an excellent chance. Okay, so I got a, I got a couple of amazing clips here. <coughs> now we're leaving the news. We're going to go into my first story. Um, 
I got these today, and I love when leftists do this. I think it's really important. So let me introduce this with one clip. Uh, there's a school board meeting in Maryland about the option of students and parents to opt out of learning about all this LGBTQI plus poop emoji crap. Basically, we don't want to learn it. Let's opt out. And you guys just teach us, I don't know, math, English, reading, writing, you know, science, things like that. Those science is kind of up there. So let's listen to what these kids have basically said. Kids, uh, some of the siblings, let's listen to what they had to say. Hi, my name is Todd Bake. I'm a middle school student of MCPS. I'm here to talk about the opt-out option for reading material. I'm not here to take away the right of anyone being recognized in the community. I'm here to talk about my rights. My religion teaches to respect all religions and all human beings and their rights. So does my country law. And I want my right back to have an opt-out option. In the last Board of Education meeting, someone said that many people of the LGBTQ community are being bullied. That may have been the case some time ago, but these days it's quite the opposite. There are over 40 kids that I know who don't want to learn this and really want to be here talking today, but can't because they are being bullied. They are the ones being bullied when they say we don't want to learn this. Although the introduction of texts and discussions related to transgenderism and LGBTQ plus lifestyle may support MCPS's mission to be all inclusive regardless of race, gender, and identity, I don't believe my first grade and third grade cousins are prepared to read and discuss about such issues at MCPS. The issue of gender and sexuality are influenced by our faith, and we should not be caricatured as intolerant. And all and our faith perceived to be subversive because it doesn't align with your beliefs. Intolerance of the faith community threatens to erode support for religious freedom, therefore eroding the benefits it provides for everyone, religious and non-religious. Pluralistic societies that value human dignity and do not view faith communities as a problem to be eliminated will only thrive and prosper. I respectfully request the restoration of the opt-out option at MCPS. Thank you. Takbir. Okay, everything they said is true. Uh, if you are a religious and you decide not to believe in any of this LGBTQ plus poop, OI plus poop emoji crap, you're considered a bigot, a white supremacist, a racist, or whatever. Okay, and if you don't believe in it because of science, you're considered the same thing. So religious people are really being condemned here. Here's the problem. These people were not Christians. They were Muslims. And this is a huge issue for the left because guess what? The Muslim population is considered a victim group. So the question is, who wins here? Does the LGBTQI plus poop emoji community win this? And I put community in scare quotes. Or do the Muslims win this? Well... Kristen Mink, who is a Montgomery Council, uh, County Council member, she had the answer. Let's listen to what she had to say. The This issue has unfortunately put, it, it does put uh, some, not all of course, but some Muslim families on the same side of an issue as white supremacists and outright bigots. And, you know, there. however, the, the, uh, the folks who I've talked to here today, I would not put in the same category as those folks, although 
you know, it's again complicated because they're falling on the same side of this particular issue. Uh-oh. And you can tell how uncomfortable she was. So, in other words, Muslims are in the same league of, as white supremacists because they, like a Christian community, which there's no problem condemning the Christian community. I mean, Christian community, they're just evil. All right, but now Muslims, they're, they're pure as the driven snow and suddenly they don't like the LGBTQI plus poop emoji group. Yeah, no, they, they're following white supremacists. I love this stuff. Because here's what we're learning about white supremacists. Hispanics, blacks, women, and Muslims are no, now all white supremacists. So here's the question. It, it seems to me there's hardly any white people anymore in the realm of white supremacy. And you know what it is. They don't agree. They don't agree with leftists. If you're, oh, I forgot Jews. They're white supremacists too. They, they don't, if you don't agree, you're a white supremacist. The problem this gal had, and you know she, she knew she stepped in it when she said that. Because you could hear, hear her struggling to get through the whole thing. How am I going to get through this? I just, I just effed up. And I, I can't call Muslims white supremacists, even though they kind of are being white supremacists. And by the way, I just got a quick question. What does white supremacy have anything to do with LGBTQI plus poop emoji? What does it have to anything to do with it? It doesn't, of course. It's just some brand, some demonization they can throw on people. You know what? Go with this. I love it. Leftists, go with this. Welcome Muslims to my world of white supremacy. I love it. Welcome as a matter of fact, we we in the white supremacist group are so inclusive. We'll take blacks, Hispanics, women, Jews, Muslims. We'll take you all in. Come on over. Do you see the problem here? To be inclusive, you've always got to exclude. And the people you exclude are those who don't believe in what you're talking about. People who want to debate you. Remember, we had a we had a guy who sat there and said, I don't belong to a hate group. I just don't believe in this trans crap. And you're going to have to explain to me why it's legitimate. And what did the gals say? Well, the science is not relevant here. What? 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 What do you mean? So you guys keep keep up with this. You, you, you're pushing everyone away from you. Okay. This next story, I, I just, I cannot even believe this was a thing. I saw this this morning. Basically, I wrote the entire podcast this morning because I, I last night I had the podcast, but I saw this and I could not, I could not ignore it. And it just shows you we are falling like a rock in the civilization, as a civilization. The good news is that this is such bullshit that no one believes this. And so everyone is going to basically ignore it. So this is this is from Discovery Plus. And here they're talking about a kind of a little known history when it comes to Abraham Lincoln. Let's listen. Hey now, y'all have probably heard about this guy. 
Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States. He won the Civil War and landed his mug on the $5 bill, all while being a total bearded daddy. Mercy. Lincoln was famous for having a way with words. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. But he also had a way with hot, young men. <laughs> yes, darling, your history book has censored Lincoln's love life for far too long. Truth is, Lincoln had at least four intimate and maybe even sexual relationships with men. We like to call them Lincoln's Four Scores. I, I don't even know what to say with this. Talk about a stretch. Okay, I, you can go to Dumbasses Talking Politics, look at .com, and look at the video. It's absolutely hysterical. It is so over the top. Okay, and it, here's the thing. It's complete bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. And by the way, this is Discovery Plus. This is made for your kids. Lincoln was never gay. Lincoln was married to Mary Todd for 20 years. They were married their entire lives. He, even, when he, uh, even when they were assassinated, she was there. They had four children. And the other point that a lot of people don't talk about, Lincoln was a very serious guy. He wasn't a happy guy. He was constantly stressed out. He fought, I think he actually fought depression. The guy was not a fun-loving guy. He was a very serious human being that had to deal with sadness and, and stress and everything else. He didn't have that any time to do any of that crap. All of this is just absolute bullshit. But this is how they rewrite history. Make it... Here's the thing. I, I don't know who said this. I know it was a German propagandist. Um, to tell a lie, you got to make sure the lie is big. You got to make sure you say it over and over again. And eventually people will believe. Well, guess what? That's a little bit too far out. So, yeah, good for them. Um, I, I think it's hysterical. Now, I'm, I was so sure that this, this video is going to get taken down eventually that I actually downloaded this video because it was too funny. I want to show my great-grandkids in 100 years. This is what we thought. I Just absolutely incredible. Okay, well, speaking of the elite institutions trying to change everything, trying to ignore reality and truth, let's go to Oxford University. According to the Daily Wire, a prestigious college at the University of Oxford announced Thursday that it is violating its new trans... Uh, Thursday that violating its new transgender harassment policy, including using the wrong pronouns, could lead to expulsion getting kicked out of Oxford for using the wrong pronouns, whether on purpose or accident. Doesn't matter. Regents Park College released a trans-inclusion statement which outlines in detail what the college considers transphobic harassment and threatens offenders with severe penalties, including expulsion. The statement declares, quote, any unlawful discriminatory behavior including transphobic harassment or bullying of 
by individuals or groups will be regarded extremely seriously and could be grounds for disciplinary action, which may include expulsion or dismissal. Now, here's the thing. Let's look at all of the reasons you can actually get kicked out, because there are about nine of them. And if you read them, you might say, huh, that's bullying and exclusion. Let's read these things. And mind you, this is only applying to trans people. Doesn't apply to blacks. Doesn't apply to Jews. Only trans people. So here we go. Number one, making jokes about trans people or their trans status. Now, this drives me crazy, but you knew this was coming. That's why comedians refuse to go to uh, colleges to perform anymore. And I'm sorry, there's nobody in the world that is asking to be made fun of more than trans people. Number two, denying or disrupting, uh, disputing the validity and or existence of a trans person's identity. In other words, you can't just say there are no such thing as trans people like I do all the time. I'd have been kicked out of Oxford about 15 times today. So you can't sit there and say, well, there's no such thing as trans people. There isn't, by the way. But this is the truth that you can't, you're not allowed to speak. Ostracizing a trans person. Now, this is an interesting one because this is kind of subjective. What do you mean ostracizing? Just because I don't want to hang out with someone who's got a mental illness, does that mean I'm ostracizing the trans person? It can be seen that way. And who determines whether a trans person is being ostracized? Is it the trans person themselves? It seems like that's kind of a sticky a sticky subject. Now, if it's a group, yeah, okay, maybe. But if it's not a group, like a Christian group says we don't want trans people, is that is that ostracizing? I, I don't know, probably. Okay, let's see, where else is there? Refusal to treat a person in accordance with their affirmed identity. Again, that goes up with the above, but if I don't want to use your pronouns... I can get kicked out of school, whereas before it used to be free speech. By the way, this all this violates all sorts of free speech. I can't wait till someone does get kicked out. It's going to happen. Someone does get kicked out, and then they take this. They take the school to court because I think the Supreme Court's already ruled on this. Consistently using incorrect titles, pronouns, and names to refer to a trans person quote, dead naming, end quote, especially where it causes distress and affirmed terms of address are known. Okay, so if you use the wrong pronouns and, and bullshit like that, you can actually get kicked out of school. Unduly, again, that's a free speech problem. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when someone gets kicked out. Unduly intrusive or personal questioning or any other conduct, which is unwanted and has the purpose or the effect of violating the person's, person's dignity. Wow. This is, this is the same thing as perception is reality that you hear from HR departments, which, by the way, is not true. Okay, perception is not reality. So, in other words, if I look at somebody incorrectly, I could get kicked out of school because that person feels that their dignity is violated or personal questioning. So I can't just say, yeah, um, you think you're a woman? This takes away all ability to debate this subject. It really does.
the subject is not allowed to be debated, which is weird for a school. Inciting hatred or violence against trans people, explicitly or covertly, covertly. Again, this is this is you know saying something. Remember, words are violence. So you could be explicitly saying, no, I don't believe in trans people. You are now a hate monger and you should be kicked out of school. Cyberbullying. Again, this bullying thing, I got, and of course, physical violence of any kind, which I agree with, but cyberbullying is something that really annoys the crap out of me. Cyberbullying, again, is the perception is reality deal. What some people see as bullying, like, um, Matt Walsh on the Daily Wire, who is very anti-trans ideology. I agree with everything the guy says when it comes to trans ideology. He is accused of bullying constantly. He doesn't have to be addressing someone. Usually he's not. He just addresses a topic that someone comes up and then he's accused of cyberbullying, typically by someone he wasn't even addressing. Cyberbullying has become or bullying, period, has become something that is people don't have to deal with anymore. So it, it, it's it's really asinine. So I, again, all of these nine points, really subjective. There's no standard there. Anything can do. Anything can be cyberbullying. Any be anything can be consistently using incorrect titles, pronouns, or names. Anything can do that. <coughs> can get you kicked out. Well, the paper goes on, and they really do express that. The Equality Act of 2010 affords protections on the basis of religion and belief to people of faith and those with strongly uh, held philosophical beliefs. Lawfully expressed gender-critical beliefs must be held in the balance with the dignity and respect of trans people with the college's statement of commitment to trans inclusion. Okay, this is important. First off, the Equality Act of 2010 specifically talked about religion. So what Oxford College or Regent Parks College is saying is that the trans ideology is a religious ideology. They're saying it here. Let me read this again. The Equality Act of 2010 affords protections on the basis of religion and belief to people of faith and those with strongly held philosophical belief. Lawfully expressed gender-critical beliefs must be held in balance with the dignity and respect of trans people and with the college's statement of commitment to trans inclusion. So trans is, well, I, I'm sure they're pointing to philosophical belief, but it's a religious belief. Here's the question I have for you. If you're a Christian or you're a Jew in, in Regents College and people don't agree with what you think, do you think they would put these standards on people who don't agree with you? Like if a Muslim doesn't agree with a Christian and they condemn Christian beliefs, which is fine, by the way. Christians condemn Muslim beliefs. It's not a big deal. That's called debate. Do you think that Christian would also be held, or that Muslim would also be held to that standard, where they could get kicked out of school? Of course not. Of course not. Same with the Jew. But the but 
That's the whole purpose. The trans person is on the pedestal. They're on the pedestal. So, you know, at least they're admitting it. But one of the things, so let's read the rest of the statement here. Regents Park College respects the rights of trans people to choose whether or not to participate in discussions or debates. I find this interesting too. Regents Park College also respects the rights of those holding gender critical beliefs which are to be protected provided their expression does not constitute harassment as not respecting the rights and freedoms of others. Well, what does that even mean? I mean, so in other words, if you're a trans person and you're debating a non-trans person, would that non-trans person debate that trans person? Of course not. It's 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 suicide. It just has to be that trans person just has to say, I'm not interested in having this debate and you can get kicked out of school. This is, this is what's wrong with policies like these. They're so wide open. They're so all over the place that any little thing can get you kicked out of school for saying the wrong thing or just believing the wrong thing. I mean, with this policy... A trans person can just know I'm against transing of kids or whatever. And I can look at them because they're dressed all freaking like clowns and stuff. And that can be seen as an attack on their dignity. And suddenly I'm facing the college regents. That can happen. It has happened. It is happening. So good for you, Oxford University. Way to make sure... That one ideology has precedence over all ideologies. And here's the good news. You want to know the good news with all this shit? People are just tired of it. They're tired of it. They're not buying it anymore. They're fighting against it. They're fighting against it at school boards. They're fighting against it in the courts. They're fighting against it in in politics. They're fighting against it in economics. Target is getting effed in the butt because of this whole thing. Target, which has lost like $15 billion. Bud Light has lost close to $30 billion in sales. People are sick of this shit. It's going to end. It's going to end soon. None of this stuff's going to work out. Okay, so I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Thank you.